0: You're listening to the Burst Ball Podcast Burst Ball Talking up the Scottish game
1: Hello you're listening to the Burst Boss Scottish Football Podcast with me your host Hamish Carton Lots and lots for us to get through on today's podcast It's been a busy week in Scottish football We will have all the action from the midweek games No shortage of talking points there We will cover them all and more We have a weekend to look forward to as well Yes this Friday show this week we'll be looking (coughs) back And also looking forward to another busy weekend in Scottish football We've got Scottish Cup quarter finals All four of them taking place as well as Premiership, Championship, League 1 and League 2 action as well. Quick introduction today for our three, possibly four later on panel members, more than that in a minute. Lewis Kemp, how are you?
2: Hey, I'm terrific. Ross Clark, how delighted, are you mate? Delighted to be here mate, and Matt has just walked in as well.
1: Oh good timing, fashionably late as always Matt Finlay. Uh, Callum Scott, you're here as well mate, how are you? Good to be back mate,
3: after a wee absence, so thanks for having me. And Matt Finley, what's your excuse for, for being late?
4: Oof, I can't really have an excuse because I live two minutes away from uni, but, you know... <laughs> so I'm here, excuse. I'm here now. Uh, you know, that's the main you thing.
1: You have missed a minute and nine seconds of Scottish football action and you are timed impeccably because we are just going to quickly jump into the Scottish Cup, which Aberdeen are no longer in. <laughs> so um, <laughs> thank you. busy weekend, as I say, starting tomorrow... With the first game of the four at Ibrooks, it is the Conquerors of Kilmarnock and of Cowdenbeath previously Rangers up against the Conquerors of Dumbarton Dundee. Callum Scott, how do you see this one going?
3: <clears throat> um, I think if Dundee obviously if they you know play their best, if, if they put some a shift in that, I can't really see them having much problems against Rangers. I genuinely believe that. I think. I'd, maybe it's my kind of bias getting through here but from what I saw at Rangers over the, the two games I really wasn't impressed I thought once Waghorn went off they severely lacked a focal point up front uh, but to be fair whenever they were playing Waghorn they was playing out in the right which I thought was a silly move but I honestly think that Dundee they've got a lot more quality than we do and we push Rangers all the way so I really do think if, if Dundee I'm sure Hartley will get the players up for it anyway but I, think, I really do think Dundee will progress
1: yeah Lewis, a lot's been made of the loss of Martin Waghorn to Rangers uh, Well, title hopes in the Championship We know they are now sorted courtesy of a few clean sheets I mean, they've not conceded a goal in a wee while Was that Kilmarnock were the last team to score against? Am I right in saying that? I think, think I think probably so, am yeah. Yeah. Clean sheets against the likes of Queen of the South, St Mirren and Wraith in midweek They have the, the Championship title wrapped up, I think we'll all say now mm. 14 points ahead of Hibs with just 9 games to go mm. Can they put all their, their eggs into this game tomorrow?
5: Uh, I think they'll. I think they'll, they'll. They'll definitely take it seriously. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Um, it'll be interesting because obviously both teams. I think you could argue are better attacking than they are you know, defensively. I think. Um, I, I honestly do feel that Rangers are to be are to be got at um, defensively. I think there's a and especially a team against Dundee that has, you know, the likes of Hemmings, you know, the likes of Rory Loy, you know, they've got some very good attacking players, Greg Stewart as well, who can I think. Uh, on a day do a lot of damage to Rangers so I think it'll just be very interesting I I think like it could be a very open game and a very good game I'm looking forward to that actually
1: interesting stat Rangers haven't scored more than two goals in a match since the 16th of January four women over Livingston Ross is that going to change tomorrow?
2: erm I don't know I I think it's a, it's a difficult game to call. I think the fans' backing could be a massive thing. If, if the fans get behind Rangers, then you never know. Um, it's weird. I don't know how the bookies have priced it up, but it's difficult to know who, who goes into favourites as a match. I think you'd mm. maybe just give Rangers the edge being at home. I think but you would. I think if you look into it, I, I would maybe fancy Dundee slightly more. Um, I think, you know, get into it, they had a brilliant result. Result eventually in the last round, you know they thumped thumped them Barton, um, and then going along quite steadily in the league. Obviously getting a point at Celtic Park the other night. I think it's, I think it's testament to how well Paul Hartley's done that they've, they've gone so far in um, the competition. So I wouldn't rule them out getting through at the semi-finals.
1: Yeah, Dundee themselves with three clean sheets in the last four matches. Inverness, the only team to score against them, as you say, that includes Tuesday night's draw at Celtic Park. Wednesday night, sorry, draw at Celtic Park. I was at that game We won't dwell on Celtic at all at the moment I think there will be plenty of Celtic chat later on To do with uh, their misfortune at the moment But Dundee themselves Really good on Wednesday night Rested um, Hemans They rested Harkins They rested well. Stewart All yeah. three of them came on in the second half But honestly Dundee like Defensively so well organised uh, and they they broke they broke with pace as well. They were the better team in that second half. And after seeing them and knowing that they're let's be honest, their two best players anyway, Stewart and Hammonds, will both be fresh going out of the game on Saturday. I wouldn't I wouldn't
3: write Dundee off at all. They're big players for them. Absolutely, Hamish. But um, guy, I'm going to pay a bit of credit to here is Darnold Day as well because Hartley's name named him has been. The key to, you know, their defensive displays have been brilliant. As Lewis said earlier, I mean, both teams, Rangers and D are a lot better going forward than defending, however, since O'Day's come in, I mean, it's made a massive, massive difference to Dundee, and I think uh, I th- even the experience with him, you know, playing in old fun games and all that, I think that'll be massive for them come Saturday. I don't know if he's fat, is he?
6: Oh, uh, he was, I think he's he got injured. There's that
2: point. At the experience there. from the stands. That's
1: yes, he was. Um, he was obviously out of action. On um, Wednesday night, he was gutted not to be playing in his return to paradise, as he put it. Uh, but I mean, the, the talk in the, the papers. This is twenty hours ago from Paul Hartley. Reckons that Gary Harkins and Darnold Dale thrive on the abuse that they'll they'll cop in the the beer pit. So at the daily record says, so he, maybe he's back I mean
3: I, I thought he was playing because I remember him, they didn't want to risk him against Celtic because yeah. obviously he was quite injury prone previously anyway I think because I thought they were definitely like keeping him for the Rangers game Do
1: so. we read too much into the abuse that um, Harkins and O'Day get then Matt tomorrow?
3: <coughs> nah, nah not really I think um, that's just
4: one of those things that comes with the territory of playing in either side of the Old Farm or just your, in any team's rivals I think that if anything as Callum said, talking about O'Day has being a key figure, maybe maybe if he's not even playing, I mean, like having that kinda of character in the dressing room, someone that's been in a big game situation. But these players are all experienced enough to know that um whatever happens, like they just need to thrive under it. They, they this is what it's all about. I think um, I think playing as a footballer, I think playing in like the biggest stadiums and it'll probably be a quite a good crowd as well at Ibrox, so I think mm-hmm. I'll be um It'll be a very good match anyway, but um, no, nah, I think I, I don't think the, the abuse is anything that they can be worried about.
2: And given given the fact that Harkins made the comments anyway, you know, I think if he, if, he, if he was worried about abuse, I'm it, sure when it, he was making the he comments, would he wouldn't have course. said it. You know what I mean? I, I don't think he's the brightest boy. It's a kind of character um, Harkins is. Aye, exactly. <laughs> <lines>. it's <laughs> not going <laughs> to bother him at
1: all. Yeah, I know Dundee have sold out their allocation for tomorrow. I would expect Rangers to probably have a, a similar support to the game they had at on at the match we were at um, So I think you could see what Up high 30s, maybe early 40s At the game tomorrow, mm-hmm. which would be fitting Because I think being on live on, on telly uh, Sky Sports tomorrow I think that could be a, a real cracker yeah. Does anyone want to go out on a limb and say That they think that either side are going to progress tomorrow?
3: I do personally think That they will will go through and like I say that's not me taking anything away for Rangers I do think they're a good side but I think well obviously they've won every game since Waghorn's been injured but yeah. I just think he's a massive loss especially in a game like this and as Lewis said I think Rangers are there to be to have a go at you know I, th- I think Dundee will go there and take the game to them so we'll see how it goes I think to each and Dundee will win the replay
6: mm,
3: Lewis
5: it's uh, a really really tough one to call um, it is actually I, I, if Rangers if Waghorn was injured and they, you know Attacking wise, they would maybe score more goals like they were at the start of the season. I would say Rangers, just based on the fact that they're at home. But uh, I think I'll go with Ross. I think there will be goals in this game. Yeah, I think it'll be a draw. But I think um,
1: I think there's a air of positivity about Rangers tomorrow. That's what I think will get them over the line tomorrow. I think uh, I can see a Rangers win, probably probably a goal in it, and I'll see a relatively late late goal in the match to see them through but I don't think it'll be easy by any stretch of imagination I think Dundee will score but I think Rangers
2: will win
4: 2-1 mm, I think uh, i go either a draw or win for Dundee
2: And now, what I go for, you've just covered all bases
6: or no better
1: I'm going to go out on a limb and say Gary Harkins will get a wee bit of abuse as well yeah but that is the first match uh, Possibility of course of a Dundee derby at Hamden. How good would that be in the semi-final? However both teams are probably underdogs tomorrow Dundee United the second of the Dundee side They are up in the Highlands against Ross County Who remember are going for the cup double this year Dundee United won that match only last week 3-0 it finished I don't think anyone's going to go and say that they win 3-0 again though are we?
6: No
5: It's, it's, it's different Completely different scenario now Because it's a cup And not the league You know
1: Yeah I made the point last week That I felt that It suited Dundee United to win last week And it suits Ross County to win this week Have yeah. they maybe put a wee A wee deal in Obviously not I'm not for one minute Saying there's an actual deal there But maybe Maybe suits Ross County Just to win this week Maybe So it's Dundee United Just to Slide out the cup quietly And put all their, their eggs Into the, the basket Of
2: staying in the league Hmm Difficult to call Um I think Personally, think that the focus for the United has got to be getting out of the league. You know, getting staying in the Premiership. That's that's got to be the main objective, without a doubt. Um, I think you know, if you're to go down and win a cup, then. Fair enough, yeah, it's still a positive because you win a cup but I think the championship's going to be so difficult to get out of. Um, I, th- I think if
5: you're a team, like maybe that's okay if you're maybe a small team that doesn't get a lot of yeah. success but you yeah. I mean, a team like Dunne United who are, are used to being in the mm-hmm. top flight I think, I, 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 even winning a cup I think I think the majority of people would probably take Yeah, 100% um, staying in the, in the top flight.
1: Yeah. Mm, so, predictions for that one tomorrow then? Cause Ross County, of course, coming off a good result in midweek at your your side, uh, Kilmarnock. You
3: impressed with what you saw there? Um, impressed with their counter attack. They're very very quick going out in the break. You know, guys like Jackson Irvine and that just in the middle of the pitch is unbelievably fit. You know, he can just run up and down all game. Um, however, I expect them to see more of the ball um, and tomorrow against United. I think they'll be taking the game at United. Um, but I would I fancy Ross County to do it tomorrow because I think that, you know they, they want another trip to Hamden you know they'll be getting a bit greedy now you know so they'll be they another one and keep going and I just I, United's main focus has to be the league now and especially I mean it's not they, they could definitely catch the likes of us and Hamilton I, I think now after the result on Tuesday
1: still the possibility I'm saying about Dundee derby. there's still the possibility of a Highland derby at Hamden has mm. that got to be playing in their minds at all when they get to Get to Hamden I tomorrow. I don't know, yeah. I don't
2: know how big an impact <coughs> a Highland derby has on players. There's was was a this. podcast
5: that we talked about this, actually.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it, yeah, is, <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a, obviously a derby to an extent, but I, I don't think there's a genuine hatred between the fans, you know, like Dundee against Dundee United. Or I don't think or Celtic Rangers is the obvious one, Hearts Hibs, but you know, it just doesn't come under the same bracket. I'd say it's more, well, St. Mirna and Morton obviously don't get on, but. Personally, I'd say it's more virgin towards that. It's not really a derby, kind of but, but Mubble, it's just. Kind of aye, aye. Hamilton Mullerwell, aye. I, I wouldn't really call it a derby. A derby makes you think pyro and pyro. violence and <clears throat> blood and sweat and tears. You, you don't get that up in the Highlands, man. They all love one another. Johnny just got really feathered there. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm noticing you're saying these comments when Johnny's away halfway up to the Highlands uh, at the moment. Yes, he has left early,
5: no Johnny Clark today Happy birthday though, Johnny
1: Yes, happy birthday tomorrow, Johnny He'll be enjoying that game at Borough Briggs tomorrow Sunday, mate, Sunday Enjoying the game at Borough
2: Briggs tomorrow, as I said Yeah, but you said happy birthday tomorrow, Johnny who will be fancying for this game tomorrow
5: <laughs> then, guys?
6: <laughs> Lewis?
5: Uh, county, I feel um, I think it'll maybe be a bit
2: coarser than some people might think But uh, yeah, 2-1 County <sighs> I think this is even harder to call than Rangers Dundee Um, Which you called a draw Yeah (laughs) yeah. But I I was confident I'm confident it will be a draw I'm not confident In any result here Um, But I'm going to go a draw (laughs) Uh, I think Dundee United Will be hoping for the replay Um, I think going up there Even though they've just won 3-0 I still think it'll be A a tough game You know County They've not got much To play for in the league Obviously they've got The League Cup um, But I think when you, when you look at it They've, they've got to try and keep it in the Scottish Cup Without a doubt I think United's plans Focus is on the Premiership That's personally what I'd want from my team um, If they were in that situation mm-hmm. So yeah I'll go one each I'll pull you up on two things You said they're number one <laughs> That um, Here we go
5: Get a row there that.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, that Dundee United would happily take a replay Would they? With all yes. these fixtures they've got coming up in the league is it think- not, Does it not suit them to go out? as opposed to I don't think he he can say it suits them to go out as opposed to another game when they're trying battling hard to get get points in the league because they've already got a game in hand on Kilmarnock to come Uh, I know they've they've got a few games you think they'd
2: rather lose than get a replay if it means they stay up no, but it's not gonna come down to that, well, I don't think. Well, you never know. Nah, just I just agree, mate. What's the other second thing you like the, the other one up? was that Ross
1: County don't have anything to play for. In Sitting the league. Fourth in the league, only nine points ahead of tenth place, and they've played a game more than Hamilton.
2: Nah, so Ross County will be fine. No problem at all.
1: Thank you. All uh, right. Matt Finlay. Um Your question is over, Ross.
4: Yeah, I think I think what Ross said though about just bring it up again, um I think Ross County, although it is so tight, and it is so tight, and there's so many teams that, could, that are, can get dragged into it, I still think that they are. Nah, they've been the other night to... But, uh, but they've actually, they've lost more games than the majority of the league. They actually have, they lost 14 games.
1: Only Kilmarnock and Dundee United have lost more matches. That's kind of anyone
4: good in, trust me. No, uh, well, um, I'm not saying they will, but I'm just making the point that, like, their season, they've got trust me, they've got a lot more to play for in the league, Wise, I think um, top six they yeah. need to secure, and they could, I mean... They're not going to finish third, but they've still got the kind of if they finish fourth, and then obviously providing like like something in the Scottish Cup happens, whether it's between them or another team, they could still be playing in Europe. Mm-hmm. You know, so their season is far from over. They could, they could be playing in Europe, or they could go down. Like they could, oh, no. I, I know, I know. They'll um, finish. They'll finish where they are. It'd be fine. I, th- I think it's an interesting point that we we keep talking about with Dundee United, though, about saying how like they might accept. Going out with the Scottish Cup in order to focus more in the league, the Scottish Cup is just a one-off game. Like it's just another. Fi- it's one extra yeah. fixture. It, for me, it does It should not hamper a team, regardless if you're top of the league or bottom of the league, fighting for your lives. It, it, like teams like Dundee need a trophy as well. They need to give their fans something to believe in, as well to hold on to towards the end of the season. Yeah, if they make the Scottish Cup final, but they're already relegated, it would feel like a bit of a dampener. But it would also mean go, they were going into next season for a bit of confidence, the like fact they've got a trophy, and they'll be determined to come back up. Um, I think though that Dundee United, I think they'll get beat tomorrow um, by County. I think County are just a stronger team. Dundee United, I watched the game back on Wednesday, and they looked really flat. They had a couple of chances against Aberdeen, but they didn't. They're not. A, they just don't have anything for me. Mm. So I, I can't see them. I can't see them winning anyway. I repeat, of course, Callum, of the 2010 final taking place tomorrow
1: when <coughs> Dundee United won 3-0 against Ross County at Hampden to win the Scottish Cup. They've also, I think, taken seven points from nine against County in the league this year. Does that
3: matter at all going into <coughs> tomorrow's game? Well, they'll take the evidence from it, you know, I mean, they'll look at those games and, you know, they've proven that they can more than match them you know they can beat them despite kind of league positions but it's funny you say that they repeat the 2010 Scottish Cup final to just see how different each team is just now you know what I mean County are just a a wee kind of nobody team at the time and now in in Dundee United were well, outside Old Firm, probably the best team in Scotland that year. And how I much? Think, has I, think changed? No, I
5: think there was a few at the time that United. And that was always the start of when they had Goodwill and uh-huh. Conway. And uh, Conway, stuff, and you know, aim, uh, the first kind of crop of youngsters. Like there was the few that this team could maybe do something going forward. And uh, it's obviously not really happened. It's uh,
3: frightening how much it's changed. Yeah. in well, six years, well, five and a half years or whatever. But, um, but I th- tomorrow I I can't really see past the Ross County win. To be honest, um, I just think. I've, I'm not even going to come out with so I get up there, Dingwall you know, Dundee United just went up there last week and turned them over, but I just think County they really impressed me on Tuesday night and I think that I, I just think they're too good to lose in this kind of one off game. Um I'm just looking. David Goodwillie was one of the goal scores that day, wasn't
2: he? And he's now at County. Is he cup tied? Yeah.
4: No
1: I think so. Did he I ah, came on for Aberdeen, didn't yeah, he? Do, yeah. I'm trying to remember, I'm pretty sure he did.
2: Yeah, he did. Aye, he Aye. did. Aye. Sorry for did scraping the mouse there By the way, I was just trying. I don't know what's up in here, but there's no there's no mat or anything. To well, mm. there's a mat, but there's no matter mat the in mouse. here.
1: Hey, yeah. Matt Finlay. Hey, hey, hey. Banter. Uh, have you <laughs> all given your prediction there, then, guys?
4: No. Eh?
1: Uh, have we? I, I
4: think give not. Prediction, I'm either. not giving a score prediction
1: yet. Go on then, Matt. I'm gonna say two one to Ross County. Two one Ross County to end things, and I will say two 0 Ross County tomorrow. I think Dundee will chuck the game. On Sunday we have Celtic against Morton Morton, Morton, Morton Very interesting one Celtic, Morton, Lewis
5: Yeah I think immediately you're thinking back to a couple of years back When we uh, famously got
2: gub- gubbed
5: by them The uh, low point
1: uh, of Neil uh, Lennon's tenure probably
5: Yeah, yeah I'd say so um, Awful crowd that, that night as well um, It was something like 12,000 or something It was just dire But um, Will you get that tomorrow though? I, no, I, it surely will be bigger than oh, I'm going Sunday. we won't get I'm it tomorrow going, but Sunday so.
2: Jesus you're going to know, it
5: exactly. That's I, it's like that. cheap so I'm going <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no um, I, I think I think Morton will take a good support actually there's been talking about 3,000, three, four 4,000 or something which would be outstanding I mean they took a big support the last time I remember um, it'll be interesting I mean I think immediately everyone's thinking especially with the result the last two results uh, Celtic have got I think immediately everyone's thinking you know possibility of a Huge upset here, um, especially with you know Morton kind of having having a very good season. You know, um, kind of surprising a few folks, I think, uh, with how they've uh, performed in the a, in a championship. So definitely the potential of an upset, but it'll be it'll be interesting to see if uh, if that comes to fruition. you guys. But, uh,
2: I think um, it will be interesting. I, I would still fancy Celtic. Surely return yeah. of Willie Colm as well. Actually, oh, back in the, back into top flight. So interesting oh, to see. That of course is a big deal
1: with the game on Sunday Delighted to say that we can now introduce for the first time A contributor, a burst ball contributor hey. Gareth Ewing, a big Morton fan How are you Gareth?
0: I'm oh, very well boys, how are you? Aye no, we're, doing
1: all right. we're doing alright, we're um, doing alright So this game on Sunday Gareth, how are you feeling? Are you nervous? Are you confident? Do you fancy a, a go at Celtic? You know
0: something? Aye I, I fancy a go at them right enough It was, uh, you know, we played them two and a half years ago or so Uh and we beat them one nothing there. And a lot has changed since then. And uh, you know, back at the time we were heading towards League One, and uh, at the time I couldn't believe we went to Parkhead and and, uh, and beat them. And this time round, you know, I just quite fancy our chances on Sunday. Uh, since since the last time we played them, Duffy's come in, as you know, and uh, he's got mm-hmm. his promoted We've had a great season this season. And uh, considering the, the a wee bit of pressure that Celtic's on just now as well. I quite fancy us going there, having a wee go at Celtic on Sunday and you just never know. You never know, chaps.
1: Yeah, I mean, you look at, um, as you say, you draw back to that game a couple of years ago and there's probably not as big a a golfing class between the teams as you say. For the the non morton fans out there, describe the the main players that uh, you'll need to be watching or Celtic will need to be watching on Sunday. Who are Morton's main guys there?
0: Well, you know, I'd say first and foremost, A couple of forwards. Uh, So we brought Declan McManus back in 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 January window from uh, Fleetwood. And uh, he's taken a wee bit of time just to find his feet, I think more so in the Championship. But just over the last two or three games or so, he started sticking the ball in the back of the net. So McManus uh, and also Denny Johnson, who is our top goal scorer this season. So we brought Denny in from uh, Birmingham at the start of the season on loan. And uh, very similar to McManus, uh, both of them worked their socks off throughout the game. And uh, if Duffy's bold enough to play both off up front, and I genuinely think he will, if he's bold enough to do it, and those two boys put a shift in, then you know those are the guys that can stick the ball in the back of the net. So uh, we've got those two. We've got a couple of uh, got a couple of wingers as well, and uh, Bobby Barr and, and Stephen McCluskey who uh, certainly both of them played Rangers and drew two all a few weeks ago or so. Uh, they were star performers there. So, uh, so if I was Celtic, it's certainly probably a front line I'd be looking at. But in saying that, our defence has been really tight this season as well. Yeah. You know, we, we don't tend to let a, a lot in at the back. So if we can just stick to the way that Duffy's got his playing in recent times, again, you just never know. You never know.
1: Ross, I'll
2: bring you in. I know you're
1: a, yep. a Saint Mirren man, but you're always you're always very complimentary <laughs> against your, get, your old friends. Against Martin, really. you been
2: quite impressed with them this season. Yeah, they've been they've been excellent. Um, I think when they were coming up from League One, we were kind of we weren't sure how they got on. Hamish, you yourself, you tipped them for relegation. <laughs> yeah, um, sorry, Garda, I, like I, to... I put them uh, tenth
1: at the start <laughs> of the season.
2: Um, but no, they've been they've been excellent. I think Jim Duffy's got a really good system in there. He likes bringing through young players as well. Um, so they've been, they've been really good and they've been a breath of fresh air in that league as well um, I think for next season, you know, well they've still got this season of course They'll so be looking at the playoffs, um, it's still a possibility I think Wraith are going along well but they're certainly in it And for next season they'll be looking to build on that and make a real push Is that playoff push still realistic Gareth?
0: It, it is, uh, to be honest with you I think they might just fall a wee bit short come the end of the season But I, uh, we're still going for it and, uh, you know, if we were to make it into that fourth place, then anything can happen. But being, being honest, I think we might just fall a wee bit short. But in saying that, Wraith and Queen of the South, they, they, they don't appear to be wanting it either recently mm. with it, with some of the results that the, that's that been going. So if one of those teams, and, and maybe St mum as well, ah, uh, if, one of those te- if one of those teams could put a, a run on for the next uh, few games, then it's, it's theirs for be the taken.
1: Yeah, Gareth, we've read your articles in the past on the website. You're always very um, king. Um, you, you love your manager, basically. Talk, talk a bit about him.
0: Well, you know, I first remember uh, Jim Duffy back in the, oh, goodness be probably about 83, 84 or so when he played for Morton. and uh, He played in a team back then uh, that were, I think we conceded 100 goals in the Premier League before getting relegated and, and they won the Scottish Players Player of the Year or Player of the Year, one of the two. So I've got very fond memories of them back in the day and uh, it was great to have him back. Uh, and again, you know, since since they took us on uh, last season, we, you know, he's, he's he's compiled, as you say, a young a young team there. I think the thing that's shines through that it seems to have brought to the club and, and the team is the is a team spirit. Actually, you no. know, you you can see that in the park. You know, you, you, you read the, the the players on Twitter and etc. Talking about it, there seems to be a, a, a massive band with the boys. Uh, bond, sorry, with the boys there, and uh, he's he's really got them uh, togetherness. One in the league last season was great, and again, you know, look at us this, this season. We're you know we're sitting mid-table, fairly comfortable. This is the second quarter final that we've been in. And uh, if you'd asked me this a couple of years ago or so, uh, when we we'd, uh you know, Kenny Ken Shields in, in, in charge at the time, you know, I would have bitten your hand off. So he, he's done really well for us, and uh, I hope that continues. Hope it continues.
1: Certainly, um, you're bringing Kenny Shields up there. Callum seems a fitting point to bring you in, mate. Um, <laughs> how, how how do you see them
3: uh, getting on on Sunday? <clears throat> I think. Well, you know, they've got nothing to fear uh, coming against Celtic. You know, no pressure. Um, for Morton I don't think and as Gareth says I mean if they go for it you know that Celtic defence is there to be got at and you've get, they've got no pressure on them and you know these are the kind of games that they're wanting you know no pressure there just go to Celtic and play your game you never know I what think, can happen I think as well it'll be a good experience for the younger players as well getting to oh, experience definitely,
2: uh, definitely. Uh, obviously they've been at Ibrooks but I think Parkhead's a, a different kettle of fish you know going to the stadium and seeing how everything works and I think it'll be be interesting to see how how they take that whether they thrive under it or whether they you know whether they they struggle with it. But saying, I think
5: i, I seen that though the last two, two uh, games at Parkhead you know there's been booing quite vocal you know booing uh, from from the home from the home fans mm. for, uh, uh, directed towards the performance yeah. you know. So I think if anything, if you know it's nil now at half time or something, you know I think Morton mm-hmm. will take kind of inspiration from that almost. Yeah. I think you know, I think I'll work in t- into their favour. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I've got my interviews to do before the match on Sunday. and I'm not looking forward to them because I need <laughs> to try and put a positive message out there, and it's going to be tough. I think with this the Celtic support at the yeah. moment. Just give us a wee prediction, just going round the table. starting with you,
5: Lewis. Um, you know I, I've seen Morton once this season against Motherwell, and they didn't look out of, sh- out, of uh, out of place at all. You know they competed well. Um, you know they've obviously done very well against the likes of Hibs and Rangers, knocked uh, out place at all in that league. Um, so I think it'll be very difficult. Uh, and saying that, I, I still think you know Celtic have to win, but I think it will be very very tight. Uh, I think we won one 0 Celtic.
2: Ross, yeah, again I think but, it'll be it'll be a tough game for for both both sets of teams. I think Morton will be going there; they'll be looking to kind of shut up shop. But I think um, it'll be interesting to see. But I, I still fancy Celtic three uh, one Celtic agree with
3: Ross, I mean, obviously I want Morton to go there and obviously win, but I, j- I just think Celtic have to win this game, you know, with all the pressure that's on them, I think Celtic have to win, so I fancy Morton to score though, so that's why I'm agreeing with Ross and I think it'll be 3-1 to Celtic, I think it'll be a tight, tight first half and then maybe fitness will prevail in the second. Yeah,
4: yeah I also think um, I agree with calm there, I think it'll be I, I mean, great, great to see even Morton nick a goal, I mean the crowd's not going to be great, so um, I think... That I might play into their hands a bit and I'm gonna but I'm still gonna say about two nil Celtic. I'm
1: gonna go two nil Celtic as well. And we'll finish uh with you. Gareth, are you gonna give a bit of positivity for the morning?
0: Of course I'm um, <laughs> of course um. Uh I think you, you know you mentioned there, pressure on Celtic. If, if we can hold it to half-time, at least anyway, mm-hmm. then uh, we'll finish up 2-1 victors and, uh, and at the semi-final for the first time in 37 years, oh, I think I calculated seems. earlier. So uh, it's been a long time. Sunday might just be our day.
1: Fantastic. Gareth, listen, thanks very much. Enjoy the game on Sunday, only from my personal point of view, hopefully not
0: too much. Thank you very much for having me, boys. Cheers now. Cheers, Gareth.
1: Gareth Ewing there, our Morton fan blogger. Good to hear Gareth's views on the match there. We'll just move to the final game on Sunday then, and it's a very enticing one. A game that we we looked at a couple of weeks ago and we thought Hibs would be big favourites for this match against the holders, Inverness. However, Callum Scott, maybe not so much
3: so now with a current slump. It's, it's a difficult one. I just. I, I, Hibs have been absolutely shocking of late. I mean, there's no other way to put it. There's absolutely no other way to put it. Um, three games in a row, is it? it three? Three in a row. Um, three bad ones in a uh, row. Exactly. I mean, it's, I just. I, I, I don't know where it's came from, you know. It's. and It just. Kinda of egg in my face as well, I suppose. I mean, I was saying in January once they brought in Stokes and that, I'm like, "Hey, this is, this is going all the way to the wire." I still fancied Rangers to, to win the league, but I was expecting it to be like a proper, proper title race, and it's just not, not come out that way. and but I think saying that, I do think that Hibs are a very good side. And they need to bounce back, and I fancy them to beat Inverness on Saturday, Sunday, Saturday. Sunday, two o'clock, kick off
1: live on BBC. Yeah, BBC How yeah. important is home advantage,
5: Um You know what? I don't actually think it is that important. I feel, I um, honestly think, you know, Inverness have shown that they're all up for the big occasion. They seem to do better against the bigger teams, you know, in the big games, they always kind of show up. So, um, f- you know, from that point of view, I think. Um, for me, I I, I personally think of Vanessa win, but um, and, and also you can take in the, into account the fact that you know, Hibs have been absolutely wretched of late. Um, but uh, in some ways, I think you know, obviously, the Hibs have always had this thing about the Scottish Cup, you know, it's been you know 1902 the last time they won it, um, which is which is just ridiculous when you think about it. And uh, you know, the fans always you know, take it very important, you know, take it very seriously. So, um, you know, they'll definitely be backing them, but I, I, I still, I honestly believe in so one, you know?
1: Yeah, they are, as we said, closing in on, it's a million hours since they last won the Scottish Cup, now that is around 750,000 of these podcasts, just imagine listening to all that, and that even <laughs> seems quite short, doesn't it, when you think about it, it's over 100 years, incredible but I think the Hibs are going to go out on Sunday. Because I think Inverness is just going to be too strong for them. From what I've seen lately from Inverness, when I saw them at Celtic Park week before <coughs> last, really good performance, real full of attacking flair. Some the Two midfielders, Draper and Tansy, I think I watch them every time. I think they're cracking players. And then you've got um, the boy Roberts, the right winger, is a really, really good footballer as well. And I just think Hibs, um, I just think they've they've lost a hell of a lot in the last week. They've gone from probably team of the season maybe a week ago Hibs when you're looking at them to now being this Hibs I mean they've bottled it to be totally honest in terms of any chance they had of of winning the the championship and people can say that they they think they maybe didn't have a chance anyway but they've bottled any chance they had of a title race Uh, and I, I fancy I fancy Inverness to go there and I fancy them actually to take two or three off
3: Hibs yeah hmm
6: Hmm. Hmm.
4: Uh, possibly, ah. it's it's tough uh, as you said about Inverness They are a very good team. They they seem to rise to the occasion against the bigger teams. However, Hibbs really need to kind of go out and they need to go for it now because I think they they it's got to be. I mean, Stubbs. Uh, I seen his interview after the game later he's all but conceded it. Let's be honest, the league. I mean, he's not ever going to admit that, of course, because you just don't admit that as a manager. But you know, they've lost the league in the last two. Two weeks, a week and a half, or whatever, since they got thumped by Martin. So, um, you know, I think it's it is something that is on the players' minds. Probably, it's definitely on the fans' minds as we keep as we keep kind of re- getting remembered, uh, reminded every year that it has been one hundred and ten years, one hundred fifteen years, whatever it is. You know, so you know that they need to go for it. They re- they really do. Um, I'm not saying I fancy them, but I think that they're going to come out and prove that. Prove their bottle, as Alan Stubbs would say, the bottle that is slowly floating away. <laughs>
2: the bottle ah. that's smashed, smashed. Yeah, but Hibs will win Sunday. Yeah, I think so. I think. I mean, we are talking about teams not having much <coughs> to play for. Obviously, they're now in a fight for a second. But you know, as far as that league's concerned, they've not. Got, they've not got any chance of of winning it now. Um, if you offered this to them at the start of the season, this position,
1: been in a cup final, been in a quarter final, winnable game at home. Inverness and
2: been second in the league, they'd probably take yeah, it. Yeah, they would. But after the season they've had, you know, obviously you would do that if you're given the start of the season. I think any team would, but to just to 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 go the way they've been going and then to to fall away as dramatically as they have, it's so disappointing. And I think this is a must win on Sunday. You know, they need to need to win it. Um, so. I, but, and I think they will I think they will I think they'll come out All guns blazing I think I'm not sure what is, is the game on TV? It's on BBC yeah. Is it? Right Well that might have a wee effect um, Especially with the away fans Obviously But I think Hibs will win it um, I'll Aye um, I, I think Hibs will win it 2-0 Hibs Yeah
1: I sense you're doubting yourself or A there. wee bit
2: Yeah I'm just I'm, I'm kind of thinking all well, the fans get behind them I think I think the fans have got to I mean Obviously as you say it's not it's not been a great last couple of weeks but I think if the fans get behind them they play a full strength team. You don't just suddenly become bad players overnight. You know, Aberdeen had their sticky spell, um and they came back and they're still obviously a really good side. Hibs have still got really good players, um so and I think they've got, they've got a better a better team than what Inverness have, um as well. So yeah, I, I still fancy Hibbs.
1: Who's um sticky patch, Aberdeen or Hibbs? Surprised you more,
2: Aberdeen. Hmm. At that time, it was just
1: a question. I was thinking they running a poll on it
5: in Twitter because I was thinking I s- earlier on. I actually think oh. Hibbs because Aberdeen obviously had a maybe not as drastic as a sticky patch the season before, but it was you know somewhat similar. Um, whereas Hibbs, you know, I, I don't, I don't, nobody could expect it to be by Barton and Morton, you know, it's just the, these results came from absolutely nowhere. You know, I mean, I s- whereas I think awesome. in the in the Premiership the. Quality between the teams is maybe a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's less, maybe less of a gap than it is in the, in mm-hmm. the championship. The one that got
1: me was Dumbarton I think because Morton, like freak results like happened, three 0 yeah. was a bit incredible. freak results happened. So <laughs> the fact they were then three 0 down to Dumbarton <laughs> like that was that was a that kind of got me a bit, and that was me thinking, right, this is incredible. Like
6: fall, think, f- uh,
2: fall from grace. They were saying that oh, it's hard to it's hard to go to. Dumbarton and get yourself up for a game. But if you're in if you're trying to challenge for the title, you've got to go to Dumbarton and win. Sorry. You know,
1: Rangers have gone there won six 0 Falkirk have gone there won five yeah. 0
2: And Hibbs go there they're three 0 doing after.
1: And they've lost it earlier on in the season as well, lost yeah. twice against Dumbarton. So it's, actually, yeah. it's um I mean we'll we'll talk about it in a wee second when we're we're chatting about the championship, um I want to say title race, what do we call it now, the championship race for second? Something yeah. like that. Uh but in terms of the game on Sunday give us a Give us a prediction 3-1 uh, Inverness I'll go 3-0 Inverness Really? Yes
2: I'm, fe- I'm, I'm feeling worried about it's 2-0 Hibs now but I'll I'll stick with it uh, I'm going to say 1-1
3: 3-0 Hibs Oh three P- Here we go. Don't Always a 2 like Has there
1: ever been a game that's divided opinion as, as kind of fiercely? as that three 0 on one extreme to three 0 on the other? Uh, one <laughs> thing's for sure is Lewis that we've got four cracking quarter-finals, don't we? Four really good games, all with different stories. Yeah,
5: yeah. I love Scottish Cup, and I, I can't wait to again have some highlights on Saturday. And do you I do sound excited, mate. <laughs> I'm delighted
1: mate. I'm delighted. <laughs> now, what, Will scene do a Scottish Cup Highlights or will they merge it with The Scottish Premiership Highlights They'll merge the
5: Sunday one maybe And mm-hmm. they'll do the Saturday one yeah,
1: they, Are they doing a Saturday yeah. one? They, 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 they usually do it But it'll just be with the Scottish Cup games Because they don't have rights to the oh, Saturday, Saturday yeah. Premiership yeah. games yeah. Until the Sunday So that'll be Rangers Dundee and Ross County Dundee United Highlights On the Saturday uh, f- Looking forward to it, I'm really looking forward to it Any of you guys sharing that, that feeling of looking forward to it
2: Matt's shaking his head <laughs> I think as a mum fan you're, you never expect to go far in the Scottish Cup really So, but um, as I say they, they're, they're all really Rangers-Dundee has a real story that's a really good looking
1: game looking at it Ross County-Dundee United alright they played last week but it's still interesting Celtic-Morton I mean you heard from Gareth how much he felt Morton could actually trouble Celtic mm-hmm. the phrase you never know used that mm-hmm. time after time and Hibs-Inverness I think's got a nice feeling about it as well mm-hmm. so there's, I just think it's four really good quarter-finals I mean I don't know if you remember when the draw was made, because this was a draw that got mucked up, wasn't it? Yeah. And we were all thinking, oh, it's actually not a great draw. but It, it
2: was done I the United Celtic, wasn't I, it? I, yeah, I, really, I think it's actually see, like a decent draw. All these games, they could end anyway. I know that's a, a stupid thing to say, because obviously they can, but you look at it and any team could go could go through from these matches.
4: Mm. I think what's actually quite exciting is that I'll, three out of the four games, the teams aren't exactly familiar with each other like they haven't like they're all in different divisions and so sort of, yeah. on i mean that that's the beauty of the cup i think more than anything i think I, I mean i really like the scottish cup i like the i like the tradition of it and all this stuff and i think that there's there's definitely a fairy tale somewhere whether it's dundee to win it ibrox or morton, say morton winning at park edge you know i imagine that's a double in the coupon mm. stranger things
1: have happened almost certainly i remember <coughs> Seen at the start of the week, Dundee I think Someone was telling me there were 66-1 to 1 To win at Celtic Park and Ibrox Obviously it hasn't happened oh But right. um, just goes to show that The long odds they were to get any win There at all uh, We'll talk Premiership action now because there are two games Tomorrow and there are actually Two very big games, one of them especially It's a game I'll be at tomorrow at New Douglas Park Fitting to come to you Lewis, our Lanarkshire correspondent For Jesus. Hamilton against Motherwell this is a big one, and not just the fact that it's a derby.
5: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think both—you could argue—both teams uh, can't afford to lose this one. Um, it'll be interesting. I mean, I, um, you know, we're talking about it earlier about the derbies and stuff, and I compared the Highland Derby to, to this one in terms of s- its stature. But um, you know, you, you know, if you ask the actual you know Hamilton fans and other fans, you know, they, they feel this is a proper derby. So, you know, there will be some uh, some many fierce tackles out there. Some. Uh, some, uh, some maybe choice uh, chance from, from, from both sets of fans. but um, No, I, I think it'll be very interesting. I think because both teams are you know so close to each other and they both need a win, I think it'll be a really, a really exciting
1: game. Motherwell sitting ninth in the league with 32 points. Hamilton perched just below them in the table, two points less off. Big news here, Ross, is that if Hamilton get a home win on Saturday, they will move ahead of Motherwell.
2: Massive news, mate. Um, I think Hamilton... Hamilton, you can't, you can't call this game again. You know, it's it's one of these games. I think you're you're looking at a low-scoring match. Uh, Hamilton, I think, are possibly, possibly just favourites with a home advantage. Uh, Motherwell, decent result last week against. Um, against... Uh, <laughs> Arctic Thistle's the Arctic team you're Thistle. for. Yep, that's right. <laughs> I knew they'd win. Uh, so, yeah, that was a good result. Hamilton, you just you don't know what you're going to get with Hamilton, whether they're going to turn up or not. Obviously, they got, they, got, they got the point last week against Celtics. You remember that one. Um, so, who knows? All oh, right, you are saying the home record's been... Uh, quite decent for Hamilton, or is that
4: What? Well, no, uh, Hamilton. No, yes. No, they've not won at home since October. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm just going
5: back to it. Maybe it's just against us, they always seem to play. Well, obviously they drew against well, us as well. Be uh, as well. They don't, beat 8-1 as well. Aye, that was a but No, they, they've, not,
4: they've not not won, um, they've not won <laughs> since October or September, I think. Kind of like okay, that, maybe that's just me, because if, I'm thinking Celtic. Uh, if, we're, okay. if we're talking about Hamilton's home record, though, this is the game and they've got to do it, in my opinion. They have to beat their... All be rivals, you know, like and and a relegation candidate, you know, well relegation rivals, like, put it that way then, and you know, like it's, we all know, it's a hardly a fortress going to. um New Douglas Park as the results show Lewis soulless. Uh, so it's, it's just, a, just it's, a, it's a dire football stadium in my opinion but um, sorry Hamilton fans well you know <laughs> it is I mean I think I'm pretty sure there's no character about the stadium it's just, do a
3: very good Bovril
2: that's probably the best Bovril I've had in crazy, Scottish he's football a, he's a really
1: selling this game boys
2: yeah. Yeah. no that, I'm, I'm selling but the
4: Bovril selling the Bovril but no I think the Hamilton sells itself. <laughs> <laughs> Hamilton need to go and they need to take the game to Motherwell they know that Motherwell are inconsistent to say the least and Hamilton, they've not really been leaking goals, so if they can just sneak a 1-0 win, that is a massive confidence booster for the rest of their season, going into their home record and obviously in the the remaining 10 fixtures, whatever it is.
1: Neither of these sides, of course, in action in midweek. Callum, this is the the midweek game that's been rearranged for the weekend to help the crowds in, help the coffers. And um, will we see a freshened, freshened match with two teams going Hammer and tongs at each other, and please say yes because we really want to try and sell
3: this game. Yes, I think it will be. Thank a, you. I think it will be a very competitive game. Yeah, it will be a good contest. However, um, I've got the Ouija boards and everything worked out in order, and I'm praying for a Mother will win. <laughs> I need them to win. I need them to win. I mean, I've I've gave up my, my faith in God before, so I need to go the other way, and I need <laughs> I need Mother will to win come Saturday because otherwise we're down. I I, th- I really do to bring Kamal into it. I think we are we're down. Other if if, if Motherwell win there, they go... they go um, No, if Hamilton win, they go five points clear of Cameron. Mm. And then that becomes a trend that us and United will be stranded. And our next two games are Aberdeen and Celtic, so... Yeah, that's a point
1: I wanted to bring in, actually. Uh, just before we do that and um, talk relegation scrap, we will just talk about Partick Thistle. Or is that fair, Matt? Because they're seventh in the league, with a couple of games in hand on St. Johnson and Dundee, three in hand to Ross County. They could go ahead
4: of all three... If they win those games in hand,
1: is it fair to label them as a relegation-threatened club
4: still? Yes, because there's you're only as good as your points on the board. I think um, good answer. It's all it's all well and good to say that you've got a like you've got these three games in hand, but you've got to win these three games in hand. You know, and one of their games in hand is on Tuesday against Aberdeen. I, I, I don't know what the I don't know what their fixtures are coming up, um, but you know, like I mean, they're. Um, their pitch isn't great you know but all these little factors you know as I said points on the board is what they need and I mean albeit if they do go and go on a miraculous run you know I mean yes I would then say that they're safe and then but looking up but then I mean I did label Ross County is still not out of the fight earlier on so mm. I, I can't really not label um, Park Thistle is out of it but it's going to be I mean they are a good team um, they, you know they, they they have proven we've talked about it they don't really have any star players but they are a very good team you know and i think that's what they have that um that maybe not a lot of others actually have so it's going to be difficult for them but they just need to get back to well winning ways they need to actually kind of get put a few results together and then they should be fine yeah
1: well they face the top three in the next three matches they've got a trip to Tynecastle castle tomorrow three o'clock kickoff there they then host aberdeen on tuesday evening quarter to eight and then host celtic the following saturday so you probably wouldn't be too confident about them taking any points from those. Then again, maybe you would be with them playing Celtic at the moment. But then after that, if they can get through those games, maybe with even a point, they then look at Hamilton away, Kelly at home, Dundee United at home, and then Ross County possibly with very little to play for, away on Saturday the 9th of April. That's the final game before the split. Do you think they could edge them? their way into the top six, Lewis?
5: No. <laughs> um, <coughs> I, I don't think they'll get relegated, but I, I, I can't see them um, getting into the top six. Um, Table obscurity. Yes, yes. I, f- I feel I feel that will be the, the case. Um, I mean, I, don't know, I think this this game will be quite interesting. Um, I think they'll just go very defensive against Hearts. To be honest with you, um, the last two games they uh, they played against Hearts, uh, Hearts absolutely trounced them. So um, I think I think they'll be wary of that this time, and will be quite defensive.
1: What's the right way to play against Hearts then, Callum? You saw them last week. Did your side do enough against them? How, how do you hurt
3: this Hearts team? I thought when we played against them, if you go by the highlights, you know, there's no doubt that Hearts deserve to win. They had the more clear cut chances. However, I thought we kind of controlled the game to an extent. You know, we just couldn't couldn't break them down. I mean, they're so well organised. Um, then again, our creativity is shambolic at the moment. So, like, I mean, couldn't break down anything. But. Hearts are just I don't know they just too much quality in that team I mean you know they get the breaks with the penalties but just going forward like when well Firstly, defensively, you know any balls into the box, our centre halfs win them all the time. You know they're so well organised. And then when they do break, they're so quick on the counter attack that I mean we get caught up with too many players at the park at times. So I really don't know how you play against them. Do maybe let them take the game to you, and then you hit them in the break. But I don't know their defence is too good, and going forward are too good. So I just don't I don't know how to approach it. Unplayable. <laughs> I just uh, I, I really don't know I really don't know how, how you play against this Hearts team because there's no weak areas in that team like mm. I, I couldn't look at anywhere and say oh you could exploit that area I mean they're just solid mm. everywhere it's probably a good way to describe Hearts
1: what, what are we what are we fancying then for tomorrow Matt do you fancy party to get anything at all because Hearts Hearts have been very good at home let's be honest really good home record this year um. like Aberdeen and Celtic the only teams to beat them yeah, uh, yeah. Well, that, that is Celtics true. Celtic's was in the cup.
4: Yeah, well, that is exactly true. I mean, the fact that they've not lost since September at home tells you everything. Really, they are a very good unit, but um, they they can be beaten. They're they're a funny team, hearts. You know, they, they they can actually do teams in. I mean, we've seen them do it to Motherwell, but less than less than two months ago, and they put six past Motherwell. It could have been six or
2: seven. You know, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah,
4: you know, um, but you know, like, I mean. <laughs> um, I mean, Partick, like I said, I mean they don't have any star kind of men that could go and probably win a game for them. So that's maybe something that could play into their downfall, perhaps. I still think Hearts might put three or well, two, or, two or three past them. You know, I, I can't really, I can't really see Partick getting a result. But they need to just, if they can try and get anything out of it, like Callum says, that it's a very difficult team to break down. They are a physical team as well, which yeah. just plays into maybe. Just phys- physically compete with them. It'll get under their skin as the game goes on longer, their their fans might get a bit more frustrated and y- you might see the old Hearts disciplinary record coming mm. like again, you know, just falling again because um if you if you get in under their under the skin, you know, they will kick you. And that that and that and, that, and that, I'm not saying that's a negative, but you know, it has cost them in games this year. Um it's cost them in like a Hamilton and so on, like their disciplinary records, so you never know. You never know, but um, it's difficult to say that they could actually get a result. Certainly. We'll look back now briefly at the games on
1: the the midweek just past here, because I'm conscious that we've not really touched on them. Just give us a wee thing, one thing that we learned from each of these matches. Starting the game you were at, Callum Scott, Kelly, Ross County. We kind of touched on it earlier. What one thing did we learn from that match if I was to push you for one? that Kilmarnock will be in the championship next season <laughs> <laughs> Hearts Inverness what did we learn? Not a great deal No, no there probably wasn't much <laughs> to be gained <laughs> from that game to be totally honest I think most of us expected Hearts to win that Inverness have picked up a bit but maybe just a kind of result you would have expected there Celtic Dundee uh,
5: Still a title race Bye bye dialer. But I think that you could argue that a couple of weeks months back but.
6: I think the main thing coming out of it was that the
5: title race is still well and show on especially
2: with Aberdeen winning mm. Aberdeen must be kicking themselves. Yeah, yeah Yeah, definitely
4: Dundee United Aberdeen Matt the lights are back on <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, or Dundee United are championship bound as well um, from what i watched I've watched mm. the game back or most of it and they had a couple of chances but they they didn't create anything they, they don't use their home pitch to an advantage against us we were I were more in control and Bobby Madden I think I'd like to just touch on it briefly because uh, just because Ross is in the room more than I've not seen it
2: have we actually not I've not No, I've honestly not seen it <sighs> I've I'd, got I'd, the highlights here i right watch them
4: while I'm describing it basically I don't I don't get the incident right the incident I'm also talking about is the Graham Chene penalty mm-hmm. that should have been um kind can I, he plays the ball past the man and he runs like it's in the middle of the box. You know, um, and, it down, are you like, he, he gets clearly taken out, but then McGinn puts the ball in the net, and then Bobby Madden books Shinny for diving. I I just I couldn't grasp the concept of how he'd done it because normally, well, you wouldn't stop play. I, I've very rarely see the game actually stop for that if the game continues. You know, mm-hmm. It's not dived clearly. You know, the angles actually show it perfectly because there's a, a camera from Where behind about the goal. Was it in the match? But well, it was one 0 at the time. I think it was maybe thirty-five, forty minutes, okay. maybe. In? I'll just watch through the
2: highlights. Yeah, come back to me.
4: But um, you know, like I mean, it was it was an absolute ridiculous decision, and you know, albeit Aberdeen got the result, and that's what I mean. Darren McInnes got sent to the stands as well for it, um, for his outburst, and he's obviously since apologised and all that. But you can hardly blame the man. Like I mean, if that was, I mean, it's happened the last week, really, like last week at Inverness, we obviously got done out of a, a decision not saying anything like it's a bias against Aberdeen or anything, it's and it's not and but yeah um, but anyone but Celtic. Yeah, <laughs> um but yeah I mean. um you know, I mean it was just a a crazy decision and it's a, another kind of flaw in the in the referees, another criticism of another referee. And it's mm. not Willie Callum this time.
1: Did you see Ewan Murray tweeting about um Derek McInnes was sent to the stand, wondering how he managed to find a space in the nine thousand plus Aberdeen supported
2: <laughs> Tanadise. Uh, Outstanding, well. man. Seen Outstanding. The Seen right? Incident. It happened very quickly, to be fair. Uh-huh.
1: Uh, Is the like classic line used when a referee in mistake's been made?
2: But why does he stop playing? Because Aberdeen score. Like, yeah, but he's 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 booking Shanef for diving.
6: Yeah,
2: but <laughs> he's booking Shanef for diving.
4: Oh, wait. Yeah, no, Who's he, 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 he does. He, that's for the confusion as well. I think. A lot of people didn't realise it was shitty. I looked like he
2: booked the do... United player there. Yeah. I don't think it's a penalty. Uh, mm. well, nah, I'm yeah. If anything, it's a poor
4: tackle. But, well, yeah. 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 I, think even he, I think even they would made it, but... I mean, that's just... Football ah, for mistakes for don't they? Mm. It's, it's one mistake.
2: I'm sure they could good game on that. But he's always a decent referee.
1: St Johnson. Are we worried for them at all? Because they lost 2-1 at home to Partick Thistle on Tuesday night. A result that moves them down to 6th. The lowest I think they've been in a wee while. They're in 36 points. Is it only 1-1 in 10 for them or something ridiculous I think, like it's, I think it might be worse than that. I think it's 6 points in the last 33 30, think aye, aye. No, 33 points like 6 points but in I the last 33 points. Aye, 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 aye,
3: that's what I mean I think they'd
1: be heading for the championship if that was the case but Partick Thistle if they win one of their games in hand uh, can move ahead of St Johnson Inverness if they win their game in hand they could well move ahead of St Johnson uh, th- uh, for me for me this is a team like maybe Hibs were 3 or 4 years ago when they went down 3 years ago in fact 2 years ago sorry when they went down I would, honest, I would I would. include St Johnson among these teams, I think you have to, if you're still talking about Partick Thistle as a relegation candidate, you've got to talk about St Johnson, because they're a team who could suddenly, if results don't go the way, say Motherwell get a win this week, St Johnson aren't playing, St Johnson could be only a point ahead of Motherwell who we're saying could well be in a relegation scrap, so, I mean, worrying for Tommy Wright's side?
2: Meh. Nah.
3: No, no, definitely worrying. I yeah. mean, this, third, well, whatever, last eleven games or what, are, absolutely shocking, you know. And and as you say, if people are still going to include Partick Thistle in this relegation battle, then why not include St Johnson? don't get me wrong, I don't think they will be, but they should be. They it's should say, be. And saying that, Dundee have also got thirty six points, so they been them, in it
5: you know, it's for me, I think it a lot to do with
3: us total down oh, no, no, I, I, I agree,
2: agree with you Agree, but I just I, I think they've done enough I think just you, to stay up he's um, basically saying that nobody's safe out with the top three basically a nonsense, see like, the thing it's is so, I mean County are what 11 points ahead of Kelly, aye yes aye,
3: County are fine Let's, I'm going back to that I'm bringing that back up aye, no, I know they are but they're still a, obviously well, mathematically impossible and all that nonsense no but the St Johnson argument I, d- I don't think they will. I still think they'll probably finish top six, but it's more to do with this terrible run. Out. I think they're, they're on par with they're worst. They're the worst, worst form team in the league at the moment. I'm right. And Aye, by far. Exactly. By far,
1: they're the only team without a win in the last, what, 10 matches. Um, I mean, you're, you're saying about Ross County possibly not being safe in terms of. Like do we look at the bottom eight teams and say that they all need to get points? Still, I would say that Ross County are probably all right. Looking at the table at the moment, thirty-nine points. I think if Dundee and Inverness maybe get one more win in the next what, two games or something, I think they'll be all right as well. But I see, everyone else Those what is it? St. Johnson Partick Thistle, and the, the quartet of Motherwell, Hamilton, Kelly, and Dundee United. I'd say they're all yeah, scrapping. But, but
5: Inverness are be below but, uh, St. Johnson Partick Thistle. So.
1: They've got. A game I, I know in they have hand, a good game in
5: hand, but it's not a guarantee that they're going to win that game. You know.
1: That's what I'm saying. though, I think if they get a win in the next two matches, I think they'll be all right. But uh, uh, well, it's, it's just it's hard to call.
3: Callum, as you um, mentioned there correctly regarding Hibs when they went down. Um, when Hibs went down, it was obviously when the split came in. And if I remember saying, if I remember correctly, the team in seventh was Hibernian, team in eighth were Kilmarnock, in it come down to the last game of the season between these two teams because when you get into the splits, whenever they start taking points off each other, so that's why you can't rule out stuff like this. Don't get me wrong, I don't think it will happen, but it's been happened before, as I said, in 2013-14, when it came down to the last game between Kelly and Hibbs to see who'd finish in the playoff spot, these two teams were at the top end of the bottom six, at the start of the bottom six kind of campaign, so... It's just a matter of who takes points off of who. But don't get me wrong, I do think it will be between ourselves and Hamilton. Mm. It's just incredible how, how tight a league, I think, is
1: from, from I mean 4th all the way down to 12th. The fact that I mean, 12th beat 4th away from home 3-0 last <laughs> week shows quite a lot at the moment. Those are the two games this weekend, as we say. Hamilton Motherwell and Hearts Partick Thistle taking place both on Saturday at 3 o'clock. Down in the Championship, we have... Three matches, we've got Falkirk at home to Allowa, we've got Livingston at home to Dumbarton and we've got Wraith Rovers at home to St Mirren. I want to pick on that game to start off with because this is quite an interesting game for your side. Ross, you have St Mirren who we saw on Tuesday night drawing 0-0 with Falkirk, sitting in 7th place, 7 points behind Wraith Rovers who also have a game in hand. Let's put this bluntly, it is a must win for St Mirren if they want
2: 4th place. It is, I think. I agree um, with with Gareth that we'll probably, the same as Martin, we'll, we'll just fall short um, of the playoffs. Oh, in fact, I'm not even sure, just I, I just don't think we'll make it, um, to be honest. I think the aim has obviously got to be the playoffs, but I think realistically we've got to be looking for about sixth place, um, getting as close to Martin as we can. I know that'll mean quite a lot to some St. Martin fans. It's uh, one of these games that. I think it's got a draw written all over it. To be honest, um, I think a draw would suit Wraith much more than it would suit us, obviously. Although they'll be they'll be looking to go out and win it. When we saw someone there on the other night, I thought we looked okay. Um, we should have won the game without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of great chances. Uh, a goal ruled out for offside. Um, so probably wrongly looking at the first time we a, thought it was onside. Saw a picture as well, yeah, possibly. Um, but, I mean, we should have, With I know you're talking about that incident, but there was other chances we had that should have wrapped the game up before halftime. Um, so, and there was the David Clarkson one as well, but we still don't know how it went wide. Um, but, nah, there was, we should have got three points out of that and perhaps that would have put a wee bit less pressure on us this weekend. But I certainly think Wraith will be favourites. Um, they've had a great season, without any doubt. Uh, he's done a brilliant job there, Ray McKinnon. Um, so, it'll be interesting to see. But I think... I think you've got to fancy a Wraith, although if we can if we can get the three points, then who knows, four points, it's it's definitely possible.
1: Yeah, Wraith Rovers, Callum, they seem to be a team that have, maybe unlike the other sides around them, getting into that fourth place, they seem to have really taken the, the bull by the horns in recent weeks. Of course, they had that defeat at Ibrooks, but that's probably to be expected. Uh, apart from that, they had a 3-2 win against Morton, that dramatic game last week at Starks Park that they won late on. They also beat Livingston 2-0 and got a credible 2 all draw at the Falkirk Stadium.
3: Uh, they look the best bet for fourth in your eyes? I would say so. Um, but again, it's, it's... Obviously, going by league table standards, of course, they've got to be favourites for it, but I still don't think you can write-off teams like Queen of the South and that, um, who look on the face that it they had a kind of under-par season for them. You know, I mean, we all expected probably Queen's to kinda you know, finishing the playoff places but they had a massive rebuilding job in this summer, so fair play to James Fowler for still making them to compete at the level they are considering the amount of players they lost. But to go back to Wraith, I do think they will probably finish in the playoff places, but as I keep saying, I'll say it again in these podcasts, Wraith Rovers, Morton, Queen of the South, St Marin as well. You'll see the best of these teams next season once um mm. the so called big guns are out of the league and you know that we'll have a you know, the championship has been terrific. For the last couple of years, anyway. it's always been a good league But next year it'll be some league as well Once you've got, these, um, once you've got Rangers and likely Hibs to be out of the league mm. You never know, maybe Falkirk as well It'll be interesting to see who could be winning that league next year It's a total lottery, any of these teams could be doing it I think there's not
1: too much between Wraith, Queen of the South, Morton, no. St Mirren They're, I think you could basically, there's nothing between them to be totally no. honest Any of them could win On their day I just hope it maybe goes down to the last day Even if it's just Wraith and Queen of the South Even if it's two of them That could be very interesting going into the last day The whole It won't be a helicopter But it'll be (laughs) be that whole They're winning, we're winning That's what you want in Scottish football Elsewhere, as I said Falkirk, Aloha You'd expect Falkirk Falkirk, It's a big one for Falkirk You can see them move ahead of Hibs If they win that match Falkirk with just one defeat in the last ten That came against Rangers they can, as I say, move two points clear of Hibs, albeit Hibbs will have a, that game in hand. Uh, Aloua, they need to probably win this match, I have any hope. They're now eight points away from Livingston, albeit, as I say, they do have a game in hand against Dumbarton. That game that was postponed in midweek. But they, if they have any hope of even getting that ninth place playoff position, they need to, they need to probably go on a, win of, uh, a run of three or four wins together. I don't know if they're capable of that, to be totally honest, Lewis.
5: Um, no, um, I I think Falkirk will probably win this. Although I mean, you know, there has been presidents president before. Um, with, you know, Livingston obviously do well against Falkirk. Um, you know, they have dropped points against the kind of smaller teams here and there. Albeit it was you know away from home. Um, so I I don't know. I, I, I do expect Falkirk to win this comfortably, just because of the fact that they are they're, they're, they're the home side. And you know, as you said, they've. Been very they've, got, they've had a very good record of late. Like Positives for Alloa that the 11
1: of their 13 points have accumulated in the championship have come on the road, so you, you never know tomorrow. Yep. Uh, and the final game, Livingston, Dumbarton, and again, probably for Dumbarton, same as it is for St Mirren, uh, a must win to have any faint hopes of the playoffs.
2: And they've brought in a new striker as well, Dumbarton. A Ghanaian striker it Goes by the name of Hold on Sebastian Ose Ob- Obengo They've got him from Europa Point In Gibraltar second <gasps> tier That's
1: one of Johnny's favourite teams Europa He's always yeah. talking about Europa Is he?
2: Well, there you go <laughs> Gibraltar second tier Johnny
1: Johnny loves his Gibraltar football <laughs>
2: He's yeah. signed for Dumbarton So who knows He could put the sunshine on the rock tomorrow In oh. fact Is it the rock? No it's not So I won't <laughs> <an hour>
1: <laughs> League One Albion Rovers against Peterhead away win there probably expected Matthew.
4: No, I definitely think uh, Peterheads are going to win tomorrow. I think that's they just need to keep winning them. Um, Dunfermline aren't a million miles away from them, and but the the issue I suppose is that Dunfermline aren't going to lose either. So having that kind of battle with Air at the moment is something that's. It probably thought I think a lot of people thought that it wasn't going to happen. To be honest, so but Peterhead are, when they're, they're they've proved week after week they can just they can put goals past teams, and even they've they've managed to come back from like being down to ten men. I think it was against Forfar. I think it was Forfar. They were at a 10 and they still came back and won. You know that they are a very very good side. There's no doubt about it. I I talk I talk them up every week. I genuinely think that they would be, they could go up through the playoffs this year. I think they could beat Ayr or. Because there's a bit of a, there's a big golfing class I think between the top three and the rest of the league in that league in my opinion I think that's only proven with the results that Peterhead have and albeit the air do drop points against teams like Peterhead are miles miles ahead of the rest of the league in my opinion so I think that they would be welcomed in the championship I think they could really bring something to it um, next year whether or not they could keep a hold of their players but they need to take one game at a time I think and I think they, could, they will start doing that again on Saturday. Brecon City are at home to Air United, Brecon City a big one for
1: them in midweek, a really big one for them, a must win that was at home to Forfer, they put four past Forfer who'd been showing signs of a wee bit of a rejuvenation there, the gap has been cut courtesy of that result only to four points albeit again as always, there's a game in hand involved. There's so many games in hand, four or five a game in hand on Brecon, so they could extend that to seven points if they want, which would drag Cowden Beath into the relegation scrap. As I say, Brecon play air tomorrow. You'd fancy an air, air win there. Yeah. Cowden Beath, Airdreonians. Cowden Beath sitting eighth in the league, 28 points. Airdreonians fifth, 34 points. They need it's to good. start getting back into the form. No wins and three for them. Uh, they need to start getting back into a run of all over it. That's just your phrase, isn't it? No, nah,
2: but it does. Trust me. Trust me. Get your money on it. Uh, I think it. I will win. No. I'll go for it, No.
5: Nah.
1: Dunferman at home to Stenhouse-Muir. You'd fancy a Pars win there. Just one defeat for them in the last ten. Yes. And the final game, Strenraer against Forfar. Forfar could throw a wee spanner in Strenraer's playoff hopes with a victory there. Eh... Uh, Tunrare themselves, as I say, could move. You know, could Sh- move as Shurnar, far as fifth.
2: They're in, they're not in great form, Shurnar, are they? They're no one in five or six
1: or something. No one in four, but previously that they won five out of six. So they're, mm. I mean, they're not in great form as of now. But that's, I don't know. That seems just. It seems a bit of a kind of. Just another week in League 1, I don't think there's anything's really going to be settled today, maybe other than if era were to beat Brecon and for get a result, I think Breakin could maybe be consigned to League 2 next year, but I don't know that hell of a lot will be settled this week. Um, league 2 sees Annan Athletic at home to Clyde, now there's a couple of big games, this is in the spirit of the week, another big game. Clyde are 4th in the league somehow, despite that shock defeat to East Stirlingshire, East Stirling should just <coughs> have this knack. 3-0 away to Queen's Park. 1-0 away to Clyde. Um, they beat Stirling Albion as well On the 2nd of January. And those are the only three wins they've had, but they've been against good sides. Uh, Clyde Clyde probably need to go and win that game tomorrow, I'd say they are levelling points with Annan at the moment, but you know, Elgin are seven points ahead of them. They need to they can't afford to give Elgin anymore. It can't go to ten points because I wouldn't fancy Clyde
2: to claw that back. East would you? Would you think of it? Sorry, would you think it, should Barry Ferguson
1: be sacked? No, no, not right now. No. Show they would showing signs of a rejuvenation. I mean that result. And let's put it bluntly, that result on Tuesday was a horrible result at mm. home to East Stirling. But s- previous to that, they'd got a good win at Gayfield the week before, good win away to Stirling Albion and a home win over Berwick. I would. Um, I don't know, I've still got a funny feeling Clyde will come good I've still got a funny feeling they'll come good there uh, Mm. But I think they need to win tomorrow Tomorrow's a big one And it won't be easy Down in Anna, it won't be easy at all East Stirling shirt against Montrose Now East Stirling shirt could actually move to within two points of Montrose And have a game in hand This is quite a big one for them
2: And they get a win, obviously, against Clyde Um, And that just
1: comes out the blue They're They're a funny team Uh, Elgin against East Fife Now Johnny Clark will be At Borough Briggs tomorrow And is he (coughs) going to see It's a meeting of the top two Elgin top 46 points Game in hand on East Fife Who have 44 points Is he going to see the crowning Of the League 2 champions With an Elgin win tomorrow
2: well, I don't know about crowning, but Elgin will win. I Do think. You think. Yeah, I it think his fifth result last week was was pretty poor against Queens Park. Um, that would move them
1: five ahead with a game in hand.
2: Yeah. I mean, plus I don't think, I don't think, think you can
1: you can't back against Elgin at home, really.
5: I don't yeah. think you can say that. Uh, he's tough five place like to go.
1: There. Big game for them tomorrow if yeah. they win that. I would fancy them strongly. Queens Park at home to Berwick. You'd probably fancy Queens Park to keep in touch. Uh, hopefully, for their sake, they can capitalize on. I don't know if there's a. Any bad result can come from Elgin East Fife for them because A, Elgin win and they can overtake East Fife, B they both draw and Queen's Park can close the gap, or C, East Fife win and Queen's Park can be one point off the pace. So I mean it's or two points off the pace, sorry. So it's a it's a win for them, a, a big game for them. They just need to try and get that win at home to Berwick, which you would probably expect them to do. But then again, League Two, as we always say, is tough to call and the final game is a mid-table clash between two of the nearly teams this season Sterling, Albion and Arbroath Is there any chance for either of those teams to make a dash into the playoffs? I think
2: Sterling if they get their act right together Possibly But I think again that one looks like a pretty Doesn't look like it's going to be a classic put it that way I think, I think I'm going to be looking at a draw
1: Where are you guys off to this weekend then? Work Work? Yes. Oh, as a
5: referee or asda?
1: Asda <laughs> Asda
5: I'll be at a of Celtic game on Sunday.
4: Um, I'll be at, well, I'll be at, I'll be at Park on Tuesday because my team are not playing this weekend. So I could maybe take in a junior game. I've not taken in an Ayrshire junior game oh, since I've been down. So unless Ross, you're not running the line mm, in one of not these this games, week. This week no.
2: Rob, boy play Paul? That should be a good game, actually. I yeah. know that's not. That's Kirk and Dull. It's not really local. It's <laughs> <So laughs> no local at all, no. <laughs> You'll be able to find a good game. Don't worry about
6: that. Have loads, a
3: look. Of, loads of football. Callum, are you? Off seeing another team, or are Kelly the only love for you? Uh, Kelly's only love for me. Gameless this weekend, but uh, I know it's not until next weekend, but I'll go to the Hurlford Talbot game next weekend and mm. the junior Scottish Cup. That's Should be a cracker. Bound to be a cracker, but I'm sure we'll touch on that next week. <laughs> Certainly. Now,
1: um, time for several questions, as we always like to do. Started these off pretty early in the week, so we've hopefully got a few to choose from. If I can ever. Managed to find them. scrolling through my Twitter. Start with probably the talking point of the week. This is from Gregor Ray. Why are Hibs such bottle merchants? <laughs> and do you see Falkirk catching them for a second? Hmm. I don't know.
4: And yes. <laughs> I don't know why. they. They've, they I think possibly the, the whole talk, the fact that Alan Stubbs talked week in, week out after the, the cup games about the, this bottle. He actually... Said it, you know, and it's it's a word that the press use, but is it a word that the manager should be using? Like, I mean,
2: Aberdeen uh, fan talking about bottle. Oh.
6: <laughs> does this does this but
4: bottle does it actually exist? Because I mean,
1: secret <laughs> <but, but> bottle. <laughs> bo-
4: bo- bottling it for me would be like the team just. Oh well, no, we're uh, we're too nervous to win this. But you wouldn't be nervous going. Nah. G- that can't be in, in the players' mind, surely. I I, I genuinely believe that managers will integrate into a team that. Like, it's one game at a time. And you cannot get nervous going to somewhere like Dumbarton and then being 3 0 down after 16 minutes.
5: For me, I think it's just a culmination of some bad results, just bad momentum. You know, they went to Livingston, you know, a pretty bad result. Um, Morton didn't help. And I think, I, I honestly believe if they hadn't been beaten by Morton 3 0, I honestly don't think I, I thought think, I would have beaten
2: them. No? I think it's just the fact there's been no warning sign, as Lewis touched on earlier. You know, it's just, it's just come, it's come, out, come of, out of the blue. Um, Bottlers. Yes, I would say they are, because uh, still a, a decent. they still had a decent chance of catching Rangers. Falkirk, will they catch them? Yes, I think Falkirk will catch them. Um, well, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll go with Falkirk catching them.
1: Oh, that is a massive U-turn for you.
2: I know, I know, but I just think momentum is a wonderful thing. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong, I don't think the United's momentum will see them survive, but momentum in the championship fighting for so second mem- place. Momentum's um, good when it suits your agenda. Basically, yeah. Um so, but no, I think I do think Fogger could catch them.
1: Have you got any reasons to add, Callum, for
3: Hibbs massive bottle crash? It's just in their blood, I think. It's just <laughs> it's just always been there for Hibbs. Um I know it's totally cliche, we always go on it, but I mean, <coughs> that is just a total hibs thing to do it over is. the last week and a half. I mean, it's the kind of thing we would joke about, and guess what? They went and done it. But will Fulcutt catch them? You cannot write it off. You cannot write it off at this moment in time. Two points is nothing. Exactly, exactly. Uh, they're they're on, the, can they catch them? It? Yes. Oh, one, sorry. One. Yeah, they're one point behind. Well, can they catch them? Yes. Will they? I don't know. <laughs>
1: Politician's answer <laughs> from Callum Scott. Um, I'll just ignore that question about St Albans. <laughs> Next in Damien Spears. Who's the best goalkeeper in the Scottish Premiership?
6: Go Say on it.
2: Kelly. See it, Jamie McDonald. I think we've got to see him.
3: No, he's he's the most form. He's a bit. He's had the best season in the Premiership, mm. despite conceding yeah. the most goals. He's still the been other one. Terrific.
2: The other one I'd say is Alexander at Hearts. I think he's had a really good season. Yeah. Another
1: one I was going to raise the keeper I saw on Wednesday night. Scott Bain made a really good save. I think he's. I saw him doing his warm up really, like vigorous warm ups. He go through with Dundee. They've got his. I don't know what you call them. Kind of almost like suspender things on, and he's jumping and he's Mm. kind of uh, stretching and jumping and doing different things. Real proper kind of athletes warm up as opposed to a goalkeeper's warm up. And he made. I don't know if you've seen it. The save he made from Mulgrew. In the second half of the game on Wednesday, like right top corner and claws it away, like world class, best save I've seen in a good while,
4: uh, and I was really impressed with him. Is he anyone else to, to add? I, I would just uh, add the words about uh, Scott Benn there. I think he's a terrific keeper. He always seems to have like, his best game against Aberdeen. I think he's got a, a, a hunch in his shoulder after we released him when he was a boy. So, mm. you know, he's a very good keeper, and I think that, I mean, I hope it doesn't go down the same line as, like, say Scott Fox. I mean, he he got called up to Scotland squad out of the blue, pretty much, and you you see, I mean, that he's not really done much else. He's, he Scott Fox again, another yeah. another very good keeper. Mm-hmm.
5: Michael McGovern yeah. as well, so I keeper a great. Right, right. right. It's not
2: a great season though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but
5: the question was about the goalkeepers,
2: how um, good were?
4: I think I think pretty much every team's actually sorted. with A very good keeper. I I mean, Celtic are still with Craig Gordon. The
2: United. He's erratic. Ka- he's erratic
4: he's he's erratic to be fair and he's only been there in a few weeks uh, but he Bomb scare. Uh, yeah you know I mean he's wild isn't he really I mean wild. He, he is <laughs> I mean, but i mean, I'd actually like to get you know what I'd like to give just a quick mention to Scott Brown Aberdeen. I think that he's done something that is like he's come in, and everyone just assumed that Aberdeen would go back and take Don, Danny rogers back after Danny Ward left, and he's done absolutely nothing wrong. he's been a fantastic keeper. You know he he saved us on Saturday, on Wednesday night and, and I mean, albeit last year was a disaster in terms of the the big matches for him. But I mean, last year he was he kept ten clean sheets in a row for Aberdeen. You know I think that's a lot of a lot of people forget that. So as I said, every team including Aberdeen are covered, more or less. So Damien, answer to your question:
1: Pick <laughs> from who <laughs> McDonald. Bane, Alexander, Alexander really. Fox, yeah. Take, <laughs> your, take your pick from them, Damien. Thanks. Uh, we've answered your question very well there. <laughs> Kerr Robinson, a Hearts fan. If Hearts win on Saturday, they'll be only ten points behind Celtic. I'll no. I'll no. Yeah. Okay. no, I'll say this. Okay, I'll say this quietly. Um, are they in with an outside shot of the title race? And to be fair, he has put the following tweet. I must add as a jambo I don't think we are. Season's over us. For us Won't get better Or worse Season's over How well, How many points Are they off Aberdeen They're No right. they'll, be, they'll be Six if they win Their game six. tomorrow Six oh,
2: right. all oh, right. If they win tomorrow well, I think the season's over For hearts yeah. I think I mean in saying that They'll be looking to get As many points as possible And keep up their Good home record Um but it's been a good season. It's not as if it's a mid-table season. we we'll they have not got anything, you know, anything exciting happening all season. They've had a good year, so fair play to them. It's a decent position to be in.
1: Gregor raised back for more. If Hibbs don't get promoted, should or would Rangers go in for Jason Cummins? Callum,
3: um, I think it would be a terrific signing for you know any team. You know, in a and even include Celtic in that. I think it would be wouldn't say it was out with, I wouldn't say that it would be too big a club for them, I'd rate them very highly. Uh, Rangers to sign him, I think that'd be a great place to start for their summer rebuilding, because they'll, they'll need to add a few faces anyway. To com- well, they will compete next year regardless, but if they want to go the extra mile, then they'll need to bring in guys like him with his class, because th- more so in the cup though for Rangers with Waghorn getting injured. like th- And that's another thing to go back to the game tomorrow with not Dean Rangers uh, up up front they they're often little or nothing uh, against Dundee You know if when their system doesn't work with Clark or Miller, you know there's there's nobody to bring on the bench because O'Halloran and King are cup tied. But that's just another point for there. But Jason Cummins could do a, a shift at Rangers without a doubt, and I think it'd be a terrific sign for any team.
2: I think it'd be a good signing for Rangers. I don't think it would be the right sort of signing for Celtic. I think Celtic player oh. went up top. And I think Griffiths. I know you. I know. Obviously, he would, but he doesn't fit in with that system. I think he. Would that mean leaving Griffiths out the team? You know what I mean. I don't. I don't think he can do that. And Um, I'd I'd argue the system will probably change
5: come after summer.
2: Mm, Possibly, but again, I. I just think, I think Cummings should stick with Hearts. I think they've got a good. They've got a decent side there.
1: What botch. Hibs, ah. even you he said Hearts. he oh, used to play
3: with Hearts. If Aye, was any sorry, sorry. That's going to oh.
1: raise alarm bells in the
2: capital. Uh, uh, um. Sorry, Hearts fans. I was thinking what back to his younger days. Um, no, I think you should start with Hibs. Um, <laughs> <Take> <laughs> I think. It. I think they've. I think they've. They've. They've still had a good season, Hibs. I mean, we can't forget that they're still in both cups as well. You know, so I think stay there. I think he'd be more inclined to go down south um, than go to Rangers or. Uh, Celtic but who knows Callum
1: Fisher's favourite pub the Loudon Tavern's been in contact with is they're wondering who's more likely to hibs it Aberdeen or Celtic <laughs> <laughs> we'll
6: throw this to the, the, the we we'll throw this
1: to the two neutrals
2: in the room Ross Clark and Callum Scott erm um, you- oh, it's, it's actually a difficult one uh, I think I still I still think Celtic will win the league I just can't see Aberdeen win the league Um I wouldn't say Aberdeen are going to hibs it, I would just say they're not going to be strong enough to get to get back, um, I think they'll they'll come close, I think it'll be a smaller gap than what it was last season obviously, um, but nah, as long as you keep it going for a, a bit longer uh, until the last couple of weeks, keep it interesting and keep it going for that, that game at Parkhead um, and keep it in for the split. Who knows, who knows, but I certainly don't think they'll hibs it, I don't think anyone can hibs it unless you're hibs (laughs) Mm,
1: Very true, Buffalo Celtic also getting in contact, hibs seem to be the, the theme of things today, everyone wants to talk about them Are hibs capable of beating Ross County in the League Cup final or will County be too strong? Now, Lewis Kemp, you're to answer that question, but you're not to reference bottling it at all. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I, I think they're more than capable of beating Kourtney. I think you go back to the semi-final against at Johnston, <laughs> uh, and they didn't look out of place, you know, obviously. They won the tie, so I, I don't see any reason why they can't Ooh. beat Courtney.
3: Oh, I thought you were going to say the word. Huh? I thought you were going to say the word there. Callum? I think that Hibs will definitely win uh, the League Cup oh. final. Um... I know the game's, well, game won't be played for the last couple of weeks or that, but I just think that it's too big a game and I'm not going to use the word, but they won't do it come come the cup final at Hamden. They won't um, not do it? No, they won't do it. <laughs> However, um, I ju- in County too strong for Hibs, I think it will be about to be honest. I think that Hibs have got the best squad in one of the best squads in Scotland you know what I mean with, with I think they've got a stronger squad than Ross County for a start
1: hmm. and one in from Connor Park
5: oh, attention, attention. <laughs> skip it
1: if, uh, I think we've Kane already answered this to be honest if Falkirk managed to get 8 points ahead of Hibbs, will they be considered favourites for second despite HFC that's Hibbs having games in hand now he's referring to these 3 games that Falkirk play before Hibbs next kick a ball I think one of them against Rangers, yes, but no, he's, um, he's thinking win if that. they take 9 points, um, I think he actually said to me, no I think we'll get a point in that one, so <laughs> Corner Park, if they can get 8 points at Hibs, will they be considered favourites for second despite Hibs having games in hand?
4: It, it's quite a good point, actually. Of course, it'd be considered favorites. yeah, yeah it'd be, would be famous, ahead. but it, it's actually quite an interesting. But I didn't realize I wasn't aware of that—the mm. fact that Falkirk could potentially go that far ahead.
2: Yeah, if, I think psychologically it, that would be a yeah, big
3: massive. 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 Yeah, definitely. So why not? Even why though not. I said there uh, well that Falkirk could catch them, just because Connor asked the question, I'm going to say no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: a shame. right that's question time over guys uh, well we've still got a couple of minutes left so is there anything you want to raise at all any points you want to talk about that have been in the Scottish football news lately mm. I mean what about um, this news that was uh, reaching us the other day about possible Champions Leagues and
4: um, invitation only Champions
5: well, not, Leagues uh, we've touched, on, we about? Actually, I've touched, yep, touched on it a
4: few weeks we're ago I think we all kind of know where we stand on it and the fact that it's it would kill the game if that
2: <laughs> What about What about I've not talked about it The big issue Ronnie Dyler Okay, kind of have We've not We've, we've not talked about it Every week
1: Exactly I didn't, The reason oh, I didn't want I didn't want to please. go massive Into it is that It seems like I've been asked on I've asked so many occasions yeah. This year after the Ajax game After the Mulder game After the Aberdeen game After the Ross County game Should Ronnie Dyler go And to be honest I, I wanted to stay away from that I wanted to go for the story That for me is a bigger story At the moment is Can Aberdeen win the league I wanted to go for that more than, than should Ronnie Dyler go. There's no doubt he's got massive pressure. For me for me Tuesday seemed like it was a final straw. For a lot of people now we've had quite a few final straws. I felt that a lot of people turned big time on him and the team. Some stories of James Forrest getting booed when he came on as a oh. sub, uh, which was interesting. And also um a few scant chance about seventieth minute of a uh, Dialer Get get to, um, and that was, to be fair, from what we heard, uh, it was booed straight away by a lot of fans. It's not really seen as a very Celtic thing to do to chant that towards your manager. Maybe leave that to teams down south and stuff like that. Uh, but we'll it just we'll goes to Also, just the bedsheet
5: as well, which was ridiculed <laughs> in the Twitter.
1: I saw I saw you commenting on that, Lewis. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's a it's a big time uh, for Celtic. Is winning the
4: league enough for Diala? No. Uh, it depends on maybe how much. I, I mean, I don't think he's going to be sat between now and then this season, unless no, think so. No. Unless something dramatic happens on Sunday, Saturday. Sorry, Sunday. Uh, mm. uh, on Sunday. It's Martin. Like if they were to go out at the cup, but, but even then he's still
5: top of the table. So it's no, uh, I, I know, but that, that is still, still so weird. That's so weird. That I
4: think that just comes with the pressure. through Celtic is they need to win the league, especially yeah. the fact that I mean, I mean everyone talks about all Rangers. Mm. they will be back next year. Everybody just assumes that they're going to challenge for the title. I mean, teams have genuinely gotten stronger in the in the time that Rangers have been away. Like you've yeah, seen, Aberdeen yeah. got stronger. Hearts have came up and just blew teams away. Well, well, well here's a, I
5: mean, start. I mean, Aberdeen have got the most points outside any non-offensive team since Hearts in two thousand and six, and that yeah. team was, you know, held up as the example yeah. of what a non-offensive team exactly. should be. Exactly, and, you know? and
4: you know, like I'm more. I mean, I think they need they need to win the double. But mm-hmm. I think there's still fans out there. Uh, one of my good friends, Grant, that goes to the games. He goes home and away all the time. He's genuinely a supporter of them um, of Dyla. Like he, he well, I say supporter. He, he doesn't think he's going to get sacked. He doesn't want him to get sacked. He thinks that another crack at Europe, possibly, is something that they need with him. But they don't have the players. That there's so many different issues with Celtic that stretch from the board and so on. End of day, in the league, they should be beating teams comfortably yep. based on their budget. Mm-hmm. They and they, they prove that sometimes they, they they can they will go out and thrash a team mm. but they don't yeah, the consistency it's only because I think it's only because Aberdeen are so close to them I think that, that is it I mean it will go down if Aberdeen win the league it will go down as the greatest flop in Celtic memory probably mm. for it's unthinkable to be totally honest no, we were it, thinking in Tuesday yeah.
1: chatting and we think it's unthinkable but it's um, very thinkable for Aberdeen at the moment yes Thanks very much guys, thank you Lewis Kemp, thank you Ross Clark, thank you Callum Scott and thank you Matt Finlay, I've been your host Hamish Carton, if you want to let us know what you thought of today's podcast you can tweet us on Twitter at Burst Baw Podcast, you can get us on Facebook the Burst Baw Scottish Football Podcast and you can get on our website our contributor Gareth early on, thanks very much to him, he has also going to have an article up, very interesting interview that will be on the website, that's www.burstbawpodcast.net thank you, get yourself out to a game this weekend, there's so much action to see and we'll be talking about it on Monday, see you then